0: Welcome to The Future Is, a podcast where we meet the people shaping what's next in business and life. I'm your host, Laura Kelleher, Honeywell's Chief Marketing Officer. And in today's episode, I'm joined by Ann Madden, Honeywell's Senior Vice President and General Counsel, to discuss Honeywell's ESG journey, the progress we've made toward our goals, and what's next. To start, can you get us all grounded on the definition of ESG and tell us why it's important to Honeywell?
1: Yeah, well, for starters, the E is for environmental, the S is for social, and the G is for governance. And all those elements are super important to Honeywell. They're all critical components of a vibrant and healthy and, importantly, sustainable approach to running our company. And so it's really our found, when we talk about ESG, it's, it's our foundational framework for our corporate social responsibility. And for Honeywell, corporate social responsibility is an important focus for us as a leader in our communities and as a place where our future shapers, we call our employees future shapers, can really come to work every day and feel proud to work. For us, ESG has a big focus on sustainability, and that is sustainability in the sense of our sustainable innovation, but also creating a company that can deliver for our shareholders and our employees and our communities sustainable growth and profitable performance, strong financial performance. Uh, And we do that as a responsible leader in everything we do. So for instance, we're a leader in the energy transition, something that we're very proud of. An important part of our sustainability strategy is to leverage our sustainable innovations to help solve the world's toughest ESG problems. So all of that is wrapped up into the definition of ESG for Honeywell.
0: Got it. That um, is, uh, it's an important, it's an important initiative, right? And Important that, that we have that as part of our culture. Tell us a little bit more about the Honeywell ESG report.
1: The Honeywell ESG report is one of my favorite things that we do. Um, and for those of you who don't know what it is and its content, first, you can find it on our website. We've just uh, published our 2023 updated version of the Honeywell ESG report. So please check it out. And the contents of the report are really the embodiment of our wall-to-wall ESG program. It sets out our ESG priorities and our sustainability goals. It showcases the extensive work we've done um, to meet our own sustainability goals, both now and in the future. But my favorite part of it is... Um, It's a huge showcase for the sustainability products and solutions that Honeywell creates for our customers around energy efficiency and net zero solutions, measuring and reporting, um, driving to all of the things that we do for our electrification, um, health, safety, security, all of that. And you can go to one place and understand all those things that we do. I can
0: tell you, are very excited about it. Um, it's it is a, a tremendous story, right? And and tremendous effort. Um, so you mentioned products, and I want to dig a little bit deeper there. Um, when it comes to prioritizing product solutions in our ESG. Um, journey. Tell me a little bit about some of the breakthrough technologies and how they're helping our customers meet their ESG goals.
1: Yes, well, we have many breakthrough technologies, including in the area of ESG. And some of the ones that I would highlight that are ready now, being deployed now by our customers include the renewable fuels area. So Honeywell has a technology that leverages waste, fats, oils, and greases to create renewable diesel fuel and sustainable aviation fuel, otherwise known as SAF. And these are solutions that are being used today that significantly reduce the carbon footprint for our customers. Another great example is what we do in the sustainable buildings area. Our Honeywell Building Sustainability Manager, which leverages our Forge technology, uh, helps buildings meet their carbon neutrality goals. Another great example is our solstice family of low global warming, refrigerants, blowing agents, and aerosols. And this family of lower greenhouse gas emissions products, is really powerful. The global adoption of this family of products by our customers is the equivalent of removing from the road some 55 million internal combustion engine passenger cars from the
0: road every year. So it's a pretty big deal. Wow. Those are amazing statistics. Um, So one of Honeywell's goals around energy efficiency involves reaching carbon neutrality by 2035. How are we making progress there?
1: Yeah, great question. First, let me set a bit of context. We have been operating a formal sustainability framework for two decades now. So this is not new to us. We have a lot of experience, a lot of expertise in the area of carbon emissions reduction. We began our formal sustainability program in 2004. And since that point in time, we've achieved over 90% reduction in our greenhouse gas emissions and over 70% improvement in our energy efficiency. We've executed over 6,100 sustainability projects since 2010 alone. And so we continue on this path to carbon neutrality and more. Our, our carbon neutral commitment that you mentioned was a pledge we made in 2022, and it is to achieve carbon neutrality by 2035 in our facilities and our operations, and that's what's known as our Scope 1 and 2 emissions. And so we we are on track to meet or exceed that commitment, but we also have a number of interim goals that we've established along the way. So we're not waiting for a big bang in 2035. We are chipping away and chipping away all along the way with interim commitments. And I'm happy to report that we're meeting or exceeding those interim goals as well. And I was super excited earlier this year to be able to announce that we've also um, committed, made a commitment under the Science-Based Target Initiative to reduce our Scope 3 emissions. And what our Scope 3 emissions are, are really think about emissions all up and down our Honeywell's value chain. So the things that, that our customers use that we supply and think all the way through to our suppliers. And so the commitment that we've made on scope three is to reduce those emissions by 2037. So we have a lot going on. We've been aggressively committing and pledging, but the good news is we have real tangible, strategic, executable plans to achieve these goals. So, it 's not just arm waving and yeah, nice to say that we 're going to do this. We have real plans and and i 'm really proud that Honeywell's a leader in this area, but what 's super exciting to me about all of it is that we continue to use our own innovation to help us achieve our goal and So a couple of examples of that is using carbon capture usage and storage technology deployed in our Geismar, Louisiana facility. And the big solar installation that we're working on at a, Syra- in Syracuse, New York at a brownfield site that will end up serving the local community with solar generated power from our installation. And then, you know, we have other very highly executable strategies. Um, on track and in motion, like converting our fleet of vehicles to electric vehicles, more LED lighting installation, the larger use of variable frequency drives, all of these things buy down our carbon profile and allow us to have the confidence that we're gonna achieve our goals and indeed showcase how we can help our customers achieve their goals. Now, the other thing I'll I'll say, That really is the cool virtuous element of this is that when we made our pledge to SBTI to reduce our scope three emissions, that by definition meant we need to disrupt ourselves and our own technologies and invent new technologies and and disrupt everything across our value chain. Um, And again, going back to Solstice, it's a great example of an innovation where when our customers use our Solstice technology, they're reducing their own carbon footprint And at the same time, Honeywell is reducing its scope three
0: emissions. And so it's all very virtuous in its cycle. Tell me about some other environmental programs that we have underway at Honeywell. What else are we doing?
1: Yeah. Um, I am really proud of the work we do, um, going back to corporate social responsibility, I'm really proud of the work we do in the environmental remediation category. You know, we've been in operation for 130 years. We have a lot of legacy sites that we no longer operate, that no longer belong to Honeywell, but for which we're responsible. And we take that responsibility enormously seriously, and we have really world-class experts in remediation. And a great recent example of the kind of work we do, um, working together with environmental agencies and in public-private partnerships. In the Buffalo River in New York, Honeywell served as the private sector lead to restore what was known as the functionally dead Buffalo River. And we worked In a unique public private partnership to restore that river to something vibrant and usable. So now it's, um, it is, you know, an amenity that the local community can use. It's an area where land can be redeveloped and, and have renewable uses. Um, it has 140,000 native plantings now, and the waterways can be used by, um, you know, water sports, uh, and other uses. And so it's just one example of how our corporate social responsibility, um, really, um, takes life in our in our responsible remediation efforts. And I'm proud to say that our remediation group just won a national award from EPA for the restoration of the Buffalo River.
0: So uh, tell us a little bit more about our Future Shapers. How are the Honeywell Future Shapers pivotal to helping us meet our ESG goals? Great
1: question. There is so much our Future Shapers can help us do. But I would say Number one would be, let's help our customers achieve their goals. Let's listen to our customers. What are their ESG challenges? When we listen to our customers and we co-innovate with our customers, that's the single best way to help our customers grow, and it in turn helps Honeywell grow. Um, But there are so many other ways. You know, being involved in our inclusion and diversity efforts is a great way for our future shapers to help us further our ESG goals. And there are so many ways to do that. We have um, numerous employee resource groups that have today over 12,000 future shapers as members. But those employee resource groups are open to the entire company. And so I would love all 100,000 employees, future shapers, um, to belong to our employee resource groups. Allies are very welcome. Um, and so please do join speaking to our future shapers. And then lastly, just a note on, um, on volunteerism. We have a great culture and spirit of volunteerism at Honeywell. And that's a great way to get involved to help us with our ESG goals. We observe a volunteer month every year and our future shapers pack thousands of pounds of food um, to feed hungry families. We mentor, we plant urban areas, we um, we donate clothing to those who need, and so much more. And so that spirit of volunteerism is really a great
0: way to pitch in and help us achieve our ESG goals. So corporate social responsibility, a big part of our commitment for ESG. Tell us about some of the initiatives that we have today to help make our communities better.
1: Yeah, this is an exciting area. Honeywell's focus is largely on STEM education, Um, when we focus on giving back to our communities. Um, You know, STEM education and those disciplines are really core to Honeywell's strategies and our technology development. And so um, it's a way in which we can give back, but also build a pipeline of STEM-educated students that can come and be future future shapers. And so a couple of examples of that Um, point out the way in which Honeywell operates to try to really democratize technology and digital education. Um, You know, supporting STEM education for those who are underprivileged and and underrepresented in our schools is a great equalizer and a great democratizer. Um, Great example is our partnership with Discovery Education. This is really a unique kind of first in time um, partnership that we have we're a founding partner of the sustainable uh, sustainability education coalition um, in partnership with discovery education and its initiative that supports equitable sustainability education and so um, we mean to touch some 10 million students by 2030 which is pretty Profound, um, and those students will serve as sustainability ambassadors. This this um, program supports the sustainable education in the kindergarten through twelve cohort of students, and teaches them sustainability concepts, and so they can make informed decisions. And when they go out there, they can take responsible actions, well informed. Um, and then more more about our sustainable scholarships. Um You know Honeywell has awarded more than two and a half million dollars to STEM education so far this year um, one million of that was in a new partnership here in North Carolina with the um with the Central Piedmont Community College to establish the Honeywell Scholars Academy. And again, this is focused in areas that can be feeder and pipeline uh, into jobs at Honeywell. So think engineering and life sciences and uh, automated manufacturing. These are all very complementary skills to Honeywell. Um, And we participate not only with dollars, but with our own employees and our leaders interfacing uh, with this student cohort so that they can um, really amplify the the book learning with, um, with engagement with leaders uh, at Honeywell. Um, and again, the majority of those students come from unrepresented populations. And so this structure really provides them the foundation that they need to build a career through their education. And then, um, you know, maybe one other or two other examples I would cite is Um, We've created access to safe and sustainable water and energy in India where there's a really tremendous need. And then lastly, maybe just a note on um, our future shapers and their commitment to humanitarian relief. We set up a Ukraine relief fund. To provide direct humanitarian relief to Ukrainian refugees. Um, And this is dollars donated directly by our future shapers, which Honeywell matched dollar for dollar to amplify the impact and have direct impact to Ukrainian refugees. I could go on forever. Um, Those are just some examples, but this is
0: who we are as a company. So it's pretty profound. Governance is also a really important part of you know, how we run the company and how we deliver on our ESG commitments. How does Honeywell excel here?
1: Yeah, I think Honeywell really sets a world-class tone from the top. Our governance, which starts with our board of directors, which is world-class and diverse, I might add. And when, when I say governance, I mean the way in which we run the company, top to bottom everything we do is bound within a a governance framework Um, and it starts with our foundational principles which include integrity and compliance so that includes our employee code of conduct our supplier code of conduct it's our foundational principle of workplace respect and how we interact with each other and those on the outside world. And it's our foundational principle of inclusion and diversity. But it's also our strong corporate policies. It's our strong financial and operational controls, our strong board oversight around our strategies and our processes and setting that good tone from the top. And it's really what makes Honeywell the company it is. It's the company that, that employees want to work for and feel proud to work for, but it's also a company where our investors want to in- invest to grow their returns as well. Our products and our services address some of the most critical challenges for energy efficiency, for safety, security, for productivity, Um, and that is all underpinned by the strength in our governance. And you asked about our progress. We have indeed made a lot of progress, and I think a way to sum that up is today over 60% of our revenues are ESG-oriented revenues, and over 60% of our R&D spend is generating ESG-oriented outcomes. And so that's a big amount of revenue in a big company and a big amount of R&D spend focused on these areas that we're hugely passionate about.
0: Very much aligned. Governance, commitment, and results. So what advice would you give to other business leaders who are executing their ESG strategies and vision?
1: Yeah. Um, You know, I think... At Honeywell, we, we have behaviors that we um, adhere to and aspire to every day. And one of my favorite behaviors is be courageous. And so my advice to um, leaders and future shapers up and down the organization is practice being courageous. Be courageous when market conditions and economic conditions are tough when the challenges are tough when it's hard to innovate um, to uh, create these better outcomes for our customers and for ourselves be courageous enough to stay the course to hold people accountable to um, to do the right thing and run our business always doing the right thing and and running our company the right way be courageous enough to trust yourself to know that you can um, do more than you think you
0: can, and then just go out and do it. That's great advice. Thank you so much. And thanks for your time today, bringing all of this to light for our listeners. My pleasure.
1: Thanks so much. It was great to be here.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of The Future Is. For more stories on the people and innovations shaping what's next in business and life, subscribe to The Future Is and leave us a review where you listen to podcasts.